Welcome everyone. We are about to begin Bessas Hashem Shalom Bayashir number two hundred and ninety-six. We're going to talk today about many ways to uncomplicate your relationships, especially between husband and wife, but it could apply to any relationship. But in Shalom Bayas especially, very often we make it more complicated because we complicated ourselves. So I read a fascinating thing that uh, an author wrote. He asked his grandfather for some advice, and his grandfather said like this. He said, honestly, the moment I stopped trying to find the right woman and started trying to become the right man, your grandmother walked up to me and said hello. It's interesting you said. Basically like this. It's good dating advice too. It's good Shidduch advice, all advice. You want to find the right woman, you become the right man. You want that beautiful, wonderful wife, you become the wonderful husband. You want to become, you want your, the man of your dreams, you become the woman of the dreams of what you're meant to be. And this changes this is a whole shift of how you treat yourself and how you treat others it sets up a foundation for healthy relationships including marriage the bottom line is is that every single one of our relationships starts with us our relationship with our wives start with us husbands our relationship with our husbands start with us wives. The more we uncomplicate it and we more we unwind it from its tangles, from its entanglements, and we uncomplicate it, and we keep it simple and straight and smart, the more healthier the relationship is going to be. So to give some examples of this, number one. You don't look for others for the love and respect that only you can give yourself. Every husband and wife needs to know this. They need to learn and develop their own self-respect, their own self-worth, their own self-love in healthy ways. What I mean by self-love, this is far, far, far from the narcissism of our generation. It means true self-love of knowing that you have a neshama, you're a chelik elikamimal, that you're a beautiful ben Yisrael or bas Yisrael. And it starts with you. You can't receive it from anyone else. You have to work on it your own. You become the best ben Yisrael that you could be. You will have that bas Yisrael as best as she could be and vice versa. You accept your flaws on one hand, you forgive it, but at the same time, you work hard to correct what you need to correct. You do that mitzad yourself. Also, you stop comparing and competing yourself to other people. You do the best that you could be. Become the best that you could be. And you'll learn about yourself. To know your chesreinois, but to know your mindless too. And to be the best you can be, which the same twin of that, of being the best you can be, 
is to let others be what they need to be. Because a relationship is about both aspects. You appreciate the similarities between you and your husband, you and your wife. But you need to respect the differences between you and your husband or you and your wife. It becomes a lot less complicated when you start learning to say, hey, the world was created for me, but the, the world was created for my wife too and for my husband too. And I need to respect the ways we are different as well. We also could untangle the complications by simply making the choice to become less insensitive. You need to act kinder than you feel. A lot kinder than necessary and a lot kinder than you feel. This is a very interesting concept. That Chesed, yes, Hashem Rahman Aliba boy, he wants what's in the heart. He wants your heart to be kind. But don't say to yourself, if I don't feel that kindness yet in my heart, I'm just going to be that way outside. No. Bechitzainius, externally, you act kinder than you actually feel, and it'll change you. It'll make you more sensitive. Someone went to a famous Rebbe and explained she was a woman, not that religious, just said she's a mean person. How does she become a kinder person? She wants to become a kinder person. So he asked her, what do you do? I'm a waitress. So he said, very simple, when you are a waitress and you serve them, you with a smile, can I offer you something? Would you like water? You'd be more pleasant. How are you? How was your day? And then what really happened is after a while, it sounds like common sense, basic stuff. But she followed that and she became a kinder person by simply behaving that way, even if initially inside she didn't feel kind at the moment. And that's true with every husband and every wife. You're not always going to be in the best of moods. You're not always going to want to feel kind. But you act kinder than you actually feel. Ultimately, it'll seep through and you'll actually begin to feel it. We're not going to get into that now, but in intimate, intimate physical life, it applies the same way. You always act in a more romantic way than you may feel in certain ways. It's not fake. It is real because you know this is the way you want to act. When you're kinder than you feel, you're not being fake. You want to be kinder than you feel because you want to feel it, but right now you're not. But you want it. Same thing with intimacy, with physical intimacy, and other aspects of marriage. You, you, you behave that way, even if you don't yet feel it in your heart. Ultimately, it'll go into your heart. And you start showing your love, not just to say it. Like we said in the past few shiurim, let your actions speak it too. To show someone you care is wonderful. Small act of love can take the greatest space in a person's heart. You give them attention, affection, appreciation, and you stop judging. The more you're judging, the less you love. It's easy to make quick judgments about people. And we cannot judge people. 
It's like Hemingway said about his own writings. He used to say, he used to write that seems simple on the surface what he wrote with simple words, simple sentences, a simple story. But he said it's just the tip of the iceberg. 98% is beneath the surface. Every person's that way. They, they're, most of their personality is beneath the surface. And you need to never judge them and be done with kafskos. Also, you need to realize that you matter. You matter. And because you matter, you need to be responsible in the way you act. I mean, you don't say that my actions don't affect... My wife or my children shouldn't care about the way I am. I am what I am. Who cares? They don't really care. Uh, they'll, 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 They'll live no matter how I behave, this way or that way. They'll be fine. They're, they're doing their own thing. They're, they they have their own uh, uh, good midas that, that they have and that they do and that they're coping. So I, 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 I don't affect them that much. They're not going to become a much better person because of me. They're not going to become a much worse person because of me. They're, they're, they're the way they am and I'm the way I am. That's a big mistake. You make a difference. Your behavior makes a significant difference. And therefore you need to take responsibility on that and don't let one cloud blank the whole sky if there's a problem don't let it overcloud your whole day daily frustrations happen don't let it interfere with your relationship do the best you can to live simply speak honestly work diligently let go when you need to let go let be what needs to be and don't let these little things these frustrations in life interfere with your relationship. The glass, the vase breaks. You forgot to pick up the cleaners. We'll live with it. It's not going to make the whole sky dark all of a sudden. And to stop always needing to be right. And to ask yourself, when you're about to do something or say something, will this hurt someone that I care about in any way? You can't keep hurting somebody over and over again and expect them to love and respect you. You make your own relationships very often complicated with your own husband and wife when you do things and say things that are hurtful to them without thinking. And when you start thinking about it and you say, wait a minute, my, I may, my, I, my husband may get on my nerves about this or that or the other thing, but what I'm saying and doing hurts him. And the same thing the husband needs to think also. I may be upset at my wife for this and that and the other thing, but what I'm saying or doing hurts them. Stop hurting them. Stop hurting them and they'll love and respect you more. And then we could deal with the problem. Whatever's bothering us about each other, we'll work on in a healthy way. But stop hurting them. And also, this is important for younger people, but even for older, as they get older, don't hyper-focus on the outer beauty. I need you to dress this way. I need you to, Of course it's nice, and a, and a wife should try to dress nice for her husband, and the husband should dress presentable, and they should look good for each other. We talked about it. That's one of the healthy needs to be physical, physically attractive to one another. But not to hyper-focus on it. 
people are not as beautiful, even the beautiful quote-unquote people are not as beautiful as they look, they're not as beautiful as they walk, they're not as beautiful as they talk, they're beautiful as they love, as they care, and as they share. And that goes with all the discussions we talked about how you can't underrate physical appearance, because that's important, but not to hyper-focus on it, to focus on the inner beauty, start noticing the little things that you care about, and not pressure each other, to be patient with one another, and to use your voice and your tone to lift up the other person. You say to yourself, there are ways I could make my husband and wife's life much better than it is now. I have the ability to do that. Not that it's complicated, it's complicated, it's complicated. It's not so complicated. I have the ability, there could be bumps in the road, things I'm upset about, but I have the ability to inspire, to use correct words, to build, to show my wife or husband that they're loved, that they're wanted, that they're a special gift, that they're worthy. I could do that with my words and with my actions to show this to my wife and to my husband. I could learn not to take things so personally. A lot of times when we get upset about each other, it's about not what happened. Okay, there was a mistake. I said something I shouldn't have said, did something I shouldn't have did. But usually it's your own fear, thoughts and feelings that spiral out of control. He doesn't care. She doesn't care. Really, he cares. She cares. They made a mistake. Let honest mistakes slide. Lots of relationships fail or flounder because we spend too much time pointing out each other's mistakes and not enjoying enough each other's company. Everyone makes mistakes. We need to forgive each other and not be dramatic or overdramatic about things. Forgive yourself. That's also important. You want to start a new leaf now and you're feeling guilty of all the pain you caused your husband or your wife and you really, really, really want to change. You say to yourself, I'm going to forgive myself. I'm going to forgive myself, but I'm going to move on. And I'm going to treat my wife and husband better from this day on. And I hope that one day they'll forgive me too. But I have to start now, and I'm starting now. Don't have these crazy, unrealistic expectations of one another. And let's stop belittling each other. And start giving chizik to one another. Communicating clearly to one another. Not make it all about you, but about her. Your wife, or about your husband. And to finally say this, that yes, we said this before, sometimes, but you have to be sensitive in how you word things. But there has to be integrity. Truth. To be loyal and faithful to one another. To be kind to one another. To do the right thing. It's less complicated. It's harder. But it's less complicated. The more you keep these concepts that we talked about all through this sheer. Of how simple, basic, common sense things that are not complicated and you uncomplicate and unwind the relationship, you'll realize how the solutions are a lot more simple than you think it is. 
Oh, it's too much water under the bridge. Oh, you have no idea this and that happened. It's too complicated. There's no way it could improve. Nonsense. There are, there's a clear path in 98% of the time or more. And you could assume that you're one of those 98%. Unless a mentor, a healthy mentor, sees the both of you and say it's not that way. But usually they'll tell you that it is that way. That if you just simply work on uncomplicating the relationship by using these healthy tools and skills, your marriage can have a full and complete beautiful transformation for the better. That you know in the that after practicing this for a while, you would you can't imagine how much it could improve. But the decision has to be there. Like this guy's grandfather told him. The moment I stopped trying to find the right woman and started to become the right man, your grandmother walked up to me and said hello. So the more you try to be the right husband, your right wife that's there right with you will say hello. You'll realize, hey, this is my wife. Same thing with the husband. Same thing with the husband. You're looking for the right man for you? Become the right woman. And then you'll see that husband. Hey, hello, he's there. Have a wonderful day.